What's good, y'all? Welcome to more than action, more than change. change? We'll uh, we'll fi- we'll figure out by the end of the episode. Yep. Um. So yeah, like I have been actually having these thoughts lately. Um. Recently, I think a, a month or two ago, I finished reading Ten Arguments to Delete Your Social Media by Jaron Lanier. And um, Jaron Lanier is like one of these people who, he's like one of the founders of VR. Um, just like, you know, he talks a lot about like future technology and how, and he's, he's a musician, he's an artist. Interesting. He, you know, like, you know, he's still married. He's like one of the few people in tech that's like, you know, still, <laughs> still, still, still that's with. That's an accomplishment, It's bro. an accomplishment. It's an, a successful, um, you know, I think just like generally a dude who doesn't want people to, to feel, um, you know, oppressed or like, you know, in bad ways by their, their technology. And I think that was like one of the reasons why I wanted to pay attention to the book, but it's, there were ruminations and there is spoilers. If you, so you should definitely read this, um, this book or, or listen to the audiobook. Um, um, Sorry, could, was, you repeat, could you repeat what this is? Uh, 10 Arguments to Delete Your Social Media, the book by Jaron Lanier, or Lanier, if you want to spell it that way. And um, it's, it's a really good book. Um, it's not super long, and it's, all, it's also about, like, there's, like, a spiritual component to it that's in there. But hmm. one of the things that he spoke about in the book is um how the algorithm kind of creates in group out groups in order to manipulate engagement and that's something that i've been ruminating on for quite a while because he actually brought up as a as a case study black lives matter and this is this is a white dude so it's good that i'm talking about this because i'm also you know i'm a black dude and i'm in yeah and i'm in tech you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so Mm -hmm. it's like he brought up Black Lives Matter and basic, like some of the basic points about this is he was like, yo, people were seeing Black Lives Matter posts mm-hmm. and some people, not us, but some people were create, were just clicking, mm, this isn't relevant to me. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't want to see this. And so mm-hmm. those groups of people ended up becoming groups of people that would be lumped together. And mm-hmm. so they'd be shown similar content. And yeah. what was that similar content? Some of it was not you know, some of it was not violent, but some of it was just racist. You know, yep. some of it was just, you know, right-leaning ideologies. So you, so essentially what he says here is that there was no necessary media representation of what we call now the alt-right until, until Black the Black Lives Matter protests created a kind of I guess like a vortex of engagement mm-hmm. around it where there was a just a parallel group that yep. had that and not everybody within the like I, and this is not me being a sympathizer or nothing but it's like not everybody within any group has the same exact ideologies but being lumped together and being shown similar content can change the perception of of pretty much any group of people if definitely we're and I think it. that it can it can reaffirm some things um, and, you know, 
yeah i think i think the i the whole yeah the whole process of lumping together of this and and that's sort of like it's weird because that is a it's like a feature right it's not a bug right twitter wants that to happen it wants to put groups of people together who have similar belief systems so that they can talk to each other mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and in a weird way like the, the the core idea of that is actually uh, or i mean i'm choosing to believe the core idea of that is actually like comes from a good place because oh for sure that is because because a lot of what you know when the internet was growing a lot of what what people wanted and needed was that was the sense of connection oh, for with sure. each other right like this is this is where online online video games come from. This is mm-hmm. where chat rooms come from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People were seeking like-minded people, you know, a, a a group to sort of fit into. Right. And Twitter went, oh yeah, we could we could do that, right? So they mm-hmm. created the system for that. Right. But the problem with well, with, Facebook, with it, Facebook, Facebook, well, I think did it true. first when it comes to the whole algorithm stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Face, Facebook was like, okay, well, you know, like we, the idea, I think there's a new idea, I think that is of relevant content, and I feel like that's kind of what we're going with when we're when we're thinking about like these algorithms like oh yeah this is relevant to this user based on previous interactions yep or like a profile of some sort like google collects all of your information and it goes oh well you know you're this type of person Mm -hmm. so here's the thing here are the things that we're going to show you exactly like one of the things that i find really interesting is that the google search isn't the same for everyone yeah i'm sure I, i i don't know if people who are listening to this know this but if i google iraq and someone else googles Iraq, sorry, Iraq, mm-hmm. whatever. Whatever. Um, we might be showing different things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm really into social justice, da da da. So I'm probably going to be seeing wars, the you know, the uh, you know, the civil wars, whatever. Anything that has to do with like that sec- section. Mm-hmm. But if someone is like a travel blogger, or if someone is like right. you know, uh, they you know, ten sites to see traveling through the Middle East or whatever, right, you right, know, right, 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 right. It's different. It's different. And yep. Um. And 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 it's that's by design. I think yep. that was created for that purpose. I agree, I agree. Um, so that's so that's interesting. I don't know, I don't know what that means for us. I I, I okay. So I was gonna bring this up later, but I personally believe that that is BS on on a on a on a level. Um, What's BS? The to put people together in those kind of the groups based on previously interacted content it's like an echo chamber it's it's bs except for i think certain applications and particularly um media media applications that maybe non-movie media applications i think are probably the best ones because um like spotify like if I want to hear music that is like this music, mm-hmm. I think that will work, especially if it's instrumental music. I'm like, oh, I want to hear something that's maybe in this BPM, or mm-hmm. I want to hear something that is, oh, these chords, or I want to hear mm-hmm. something. Those are that's a really good metric to use. So I'm not being I'm not being like a dickhead. I'm being I'm trying to be objective. Yeah. I'm trying to be objective about this. But then the next, the reason that this is like. Um, 
of is BS is that it assumes that you are going to be the same person ideologically as mm-hmm. you were even a moment ago. Like I can yep. have a conversation with you that completely changes my mind on something, but yep. then still be being fed content that aligns with the person that I'm not anymore. And bro, frozen pizza is fire. Yeah, and now my views are changed, and like yep. I yeah, I don't really want like brick oven pizza anymore like i yeah but, but i don't know where to find frozen pizza now so yeah because because all, all, all twitter is giving you is brick oven yep all twitter yeah. is giving me is brick oven so yeah yeah i i definitely agree with that i think and i think what what the the, the sort of problem with that socially and culturally <laughs> is that then that sets up that sets up clear oppositions right yeah right and what happens is that then we don't we don't see more of the details and more of the um, the nuances within those conversations. It sort of becomes like it almost it almost pushes things to the surface level. For sure, right? Where it's like where it's like oh, like you are against BLM. Me as a black person, I can't even talk to you. I can't even look at you. Yeah. And and that's I'm not you know I'm not saying that like you know you have to entertain every racist person that comes your way. Like no. please, no, don't. Oh, we should we should we should we have to. Uh, we have to introduce something here. Okay. Yeah. So for the for the listeners, um, sometimes D and I, you know, we we go into a a space, right? Um, where the things that we talk about might hit a certain nerve, but you have to understand the context of it is within this sort of. <laughs> is it a liminal space? I, I feel like it's liminal. I feel like yeah. For all intents and purposes, it's liminal. I think, I think the idea of the space is that it's it's a place where we are act, like trying to access an idea from a perspective that is not ours mm-hmm. in order to understand the rationale behind the idea. Yes. So yes. that we can maybe dissect it. Like it's like devil's advocate on crack or steroids. Pick mm-hmm. your pick your choice. Yeah. Yeah. But what what did we call it last episode? The the um, well the next episode. <laughs> so oh, you're getting right, a, getting course. one from the future. I'm, yes. <laughs> so we will call it the hyper. Wait, wait, is it hyper? No, hypothetical, uncancelable vortex. Yes, HUV. The HUV for short. That's right. The hi- hypothetical uncancelable vortex. So you can't be canceled here, bro. <laughs> That doesn't work. Okay? Not in the vortex. Not in the vortex. Not in the vortex. The energies are <laughs> the energies are nullified. Okay, and that's that's real important because because the things that we say on this podcast it doesn't like you know it doesn't mean that we're we're dying on this hill. No, we're talking about it to wrestle with some of these ideas, right? I'm not dying um, on any hill except nope. maybe GameCube controller is the. Uh, best controller that exists for any game console. I will die on that one. That that one's from the future, too. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think within the Vortex, you know, personally, I'm not... I I, I don't have enough energy in my day Mm -hmm. to sit down and talk to a person about why they should care about black lives. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm not going to do that because it's just... I just... I have other things to do. I'm. I have my own mental shit to deal with. Yep. I. I. You know. It's. It's a lot to take on, right? Yep. Okay. So, 
I say that after saying the whole thing of like, you know, you won't be able to see from another person's point of view when you're in this sort of bubble yeah. of like-mindedness, quote unquote, you know. It's true. And 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 you know, that in and of itself is like a fallacy. Right. Because you know, on Twitter I followed D&D and like it's everybody who everybody who's into D&D, everyone talks and we don't we don't all agree on shit like it's true you know like you know i might i might like someone's post be like yeah i think that's correct but like he next week he says something off and i'm like yeah no i i don't agree with that um but we're lumped together in this you know under this umbrella right and i think and i think some of those nuances can get lost um i agree i agree yeah um speaking of getting lost segue huh. uh i was thinking about because we were going to talk about um uh twitter in nigeria holy and how the government shut it down is it indefinitely it's yeah it is i think it is indefinitely <laughs> shut down in nigeria this is interesting. Oh wow. Okay, so so it says Nigeria bans t- Twitter after company deletes President Buhari's tweet. Okay. Yeah, so now we're seeing a different side right here. Okay, so this is here okay. I have things to say about this. For sure. For sure. Okay. When Trump was in, for sure. Dude could tweet Dude could tweet all day, bro. Okay. And they and they kept them. No, but we at, kept... we're at the doors of the vortex right now. Yeah, we we're at the, the doors door. of the vortex. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, okay? yeah, 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 yeah. We have to understand that right. contextually. Yeah. They kept him. But a but a black pres but an African, not even just black, African president canceled. Well, I will Twitter. say I will say I will say Donald Trump was deleted from Twitter while he was still president. He and was out. They were taking they were taking down his tweets over that point in time. At that point in time, you know what I mean? They were taking down his tweets too. I feel like he was out at that point though. Like the damage had been done. I personally damage, quote unquote. I personally think and it, it, it and it ties in with what we were speaking about before. I personally think that we cannot hold platforms to these expectations any longer like it's a house it's a house i can't i can't i can walk in someone else's house with shoes on and i cannot walk in your house with shoes on and that bro i completely agree okay all i'm saying is that that's hypocritical oh for sure that's all i'm saying for sure because i'm like because you know there's sort but of like we're not we're not we're not gonna be de- we're not trying to defend no Buhari right now like no, we can't of course we can't not. we can't do that of course not I'm just saying that's a little hypocritical so to me that's just a little that's just a little thing no but outside. I think it's I think Twitter is like no better do better and they didn't delete Buhari's account they didn't delete it's Buhari's tweet. account they deleted Trump's account and suspended it you know yeah. they deleted After. they but they deleted one tweet from from Buhari and then Buhari was like no the do we country know the tweet. We'll find. Let's find. Let's find out the tweet. Let's see. Let's see what. I actually want to know what the tweet was. What tweet was that? It? That'll change the conversation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
right? Because uh, unless, like, like, okay, so, so before we find it out, right? What, what do you think is the thing he ha- he had to say to get it deleted? Like, where's the threshold of how bad it is? I feel like the inciting violence was the tweet. Okay. I feel like some some form of inciting violence was the tweet. And you're saying Trump didn't do that. Uh, I'm not I think, saying you're saying. I that. think that's when Trump got deleted as well, like got suspended as well, because he was inciting violence. You know what I mean? Like, but let's see, let's see. Um, I think he had done that quite a bit in his presidency without being canceled. On so you see, you see, they gave him leeway and they didn't suspend his account. You know what I mean? They gave him leeway uh-huh. and they didn't suspend his account. He blocked Twitter. Retaliated. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's such a. That seems so. Um, what's the word? But let's see what the tweet is. Let's see what the tweet is before we even get deep into it. So you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because right. I feel like that will change the whole um, conversation. Idea. Yeah. Completely. So sh- if we're banned in Nigeria, shout out to all my Nigerian brothers and sisters. Yes. Yes. Shout out. Uh, and um. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're using a VPN. The internet should be open. Information yeah. should be free. Yeah. Um, hello, it's nice to see you. Hopefully, yeah. we will hear more from you soon. And the Niger Niger people, they're the ones. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, what Ben? <laughs> you know, like <sighs> that. No, like that'll be that'll be circumvented quickly. The fraud boys are turning into vigilantes right Truly, now. bro. Yeah. We're hacking into the government. Mm. All right, let's see what's going. What the, I can't find this banned tweet. Yeah. I'm, I'm 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 looking for it right now. I'm, I'm also looking for it and I'm not I'm not Okay, so it the tweet was actually deleted 3 days ago. That's also interesting. Um but what was it? Uh Oh, hold on, hold on. Buhari references okay. role in... Okay, Buhari references role as a brigade major during the bitter 1967 Biafra War mm-hmm. when an attempted secession for an independent state sparked mm-hmm. one of the darkest chapters in Nigerian yes. history. Yes, I remember that. I okay, that. so my man says, many of those misbehaving today are too young to be aware of the destruction and loss of lives that occurred during the Biafra War. Mm-hmm. And, and he that was said, a civil war? Yeah, okay. I don't know any context about that, but yeah, he says... civil war. He says, those of us in the fields for 30 months who went through the war will treat them in the language they understand. I... I... He said, those of us in the fields for 30 months who went through the war will treat them in the language they understand. Mm-hmm. So he said, if you come for us, we will kill you. Yeah, he's like he's like if you start a war, it will we will start we will continue it. Right. That's what he said. That's right. that. So here's my thing. Right. That's true. Okay. The tweet stands or it doesn't stand. That's true. All right. right. We've people have we people have died already. Right. You know. So I'm like, what 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 is what is deleting? Does deleting it change his mind? You know what I mean? I'm like, so he said, he said, if y'all keep protesting, if y'all keep coming in the streets, we, 
it is an act of war. That this I'm paraphrasing. I'm, I'm this is what I'm getting from him, right? All right. That is an act of war. That is a civil war, and I will come for you. Right. Right. That doesn't that doesn't go away with tweet Twitter deleting it. it oh, doesn't, his, his mindset's not gonna change if um what's it called? Twitter if, if, deletes if the, it. Right. So so to me so to me that was a misstep on Twitter's part. To me. I think that that tweet should stay up because people should understand the gravity of the situation, mm. right? People should understand that, like, the fact of the matter is Nigerians are fighting for, like, literally fighting for freedom. Okay. And that this is at the precipice of a civil war. We, sh- we should know that. That is, a, that is, to me, that is actually a tweet of incredible historical significance, mm-hmm. right? Because that let's say that happens five years down the line, we're we're in the throes of a civil war, and then the next bit, you know, whatever whatever the outcome is, we can point to this being like the man said it. Well, it's this now was, it's this now was recorded. The intention. But it's now recorded, it's, it, yeah, and it's, it's, it's even recorded. bigger. It's even bigger than it Maybe. was gonna be pre- previously. It would just be like, oh, it's just Buhari talking shit again. But it's now it's like, yo, now it's like yeah. he decided that because he couldn't speak his mind, mm-hmm. neither can the rest of the country. Yeah, right. But I, yeah. I, I personally believe that there's like something deeper here. Like I think okay. that. I think take us that, deeper. Take us more than bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. I think. That we also have to stop depending on American platforms completely to to disseminate our information. You know completely. what I mean? Completely. And and like even the affordances of some of these platforms from a design perspective, it's like, mm-hmm. what must I like on some of these things? Like, why is there a heart button under some of these tweets? What am I supposed to say? Yeah, bullet, bullet, people for dead in other streets or something yeah. like that. Like, I'm not. I'm like the the these things. The when you see a heart there, it it is in your mind. You have this thing of, do you actually? agree like with it. the this thing and you're telling mm-hmm. you're telling this this algorithm like y'all i want to see I, more of this yeah i like it i want to see more yeah yeah i want to see yeah. i want to see more of this i want to i want to you know like i want this is what i think about the world and stuff yeah. like this and it's yeah. like this is a very reductionist way of presenting information mm-hmm. that doesn't speak to the nuance but the way that it's not reductionist is because people can interact with it and that can change the ways and perspectives that are there Absolutely. i think i think that even going a little bit further like we should never expect platforms to be um agnostic yeah. We should actually expect platforms to inherit the views of the majority of the corporation. And I agree. I we've, agree. We've already seen Twitter do this with with Trump. So we, yeah, you should expect. We should expect them to be like, all right, listen, we're not gonna. This is the one plat. Maybe this is the one platform that is. We're trying not to have it be somewhere where people are inciting violence. This is the uh, yeah. one platform where we're trying to do this. Okay, I I mean like, like to me, I go like yeah, you can try, yeah, you know, no, like, I agree, because because to me, so so, 
I completely agree that we can't, you know, expect these platforms to be agnostic because people created them. Exactly. Right? Like, 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 code is inherently biased, mm-hmm. right? And, and the people who, who, who create these systems have goals in mind. Right. Right? And so to me, so to me, I'm just like, yeah, I, I agree that I agree that we can't make we can't keep these platforms agnostic, but I also I mean like not but. Yeah, and and uh, to be honest, stepping into the vortex for the moment. Yeah. Twitter ain't that fire. <laughs> the people on Twitter are fire. Right. Yeah. Twitter in and of itself as a platform, it's not that great. Right. Yeah. People like it because of the because of because of the the minds behind the actual content on there. Okay. Right. But you 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 shift those people into a different platform, and now we have a new banging platform. Right. Right. Now we have something. Now we have something else that we can use. Right. And so so to me, it's it's you know, two hundred fifty characters isn't enough for a for like a genuine deep. You know, rich and uh, 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 what was I gonna say? Um, nuance-filled discussion, mm-hmm. right? The fact that I, I, mean, I, it's, it still sort of boggles my mind that, like, I mean, it doesn't boggle my mind. Twitter was created for that purpose. Well, it's a microblogging right? platform, right? Yeah. And a lot of these microblogging platforms, they have the affordances of tech utility right so it's like mm-hmm. twitter is great if if i'm the type of person who kind of puts out my content all the time and like you want to know what i've developed or like if i've changed the line of code or if right now i'm just having a delicious coffee at the at the cafe up the street instead of in the office working on this next part program mm-hmm. it's really good for that you know it's like mm-hmm. Oh, did you like my new update that I pushed for my program? Great. Now you see it being updated as it's being updated. Microblogging is great for that. It's mm-hmm. not great for having a nuanced and complex um, conversation or dialogue. Not yeah. great for that. It's not yeah. great for a lot of things, but it's like yeah. it's snippets. It's the clips. Yeah, the, the clips. Okay. Can we talk about the clips? I mean, we can go into the clips, but I okay. feel like this the the Buhari issue is still okay. like it's it's still a bit loaded because I think True. we have to we have I think I think the one thing I think where we can leave it before we get to the clips, mm-hmm. especially because it's gonna definitely affect it, is that a lot of a lot of the way that people um um allow you to um. Like kind of like change your perspective on something is by taking little snippets of it and like mixing it in with your food, you know, like mixing it in. Like so, like your stream is mostly gonna be video games if you're if that's where you're you're oriented, or like mm-hmm. or art if that's where you're oriented, or eat. but then every big once booty, in a while, big or, booty women, exactly, or ass, yeah. just yeah, just ass, down your, just that, straight up ass bro but then you know you're gonna like every once in a while uh, something is gonna slip in like you know um you know 
support Indian farmers, you know, right. which is which can be great in you between know the I mean? ass. Yeah, which is great. And I support I, I do, Indian farmers in between the ass. Yeah, just like one, like one between, and then right after is another post on, but it's mixed in with your daily food. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? It's like mm-hmm. so you don't even know that you're starting to be to have this perspective and they talk about this in the social dilemma they talk mm-hmm. about this in you know anything about surveillance capitalism anything by Cory Doctorow mm-hmm. the list goes on and on and on and on and on but i think what what is really really dangerous about some of these things is that when you take something and remove it from its context it can actually become more dangerous you know mm-hmm. for example sodium chloride is salt you know NaCl um but broken apart both components will kill you you know what i mean chlorine can kill you yes sodium is very is highly reactive and can kill you so it's yes. like when you take things out of context in a lot of ways these things have the potential to become far more dangerous than when they were in the con or when they were combined or when they were synthesized. Completely. And I think that's like one of the things that stands out to me about the way that um, this Buhari thing has gone is because he had a whole account, you know, mm-hmm. and right, right, right. And it actually even provided access for Nigerians to be able to comment directly to on him. yeah and so he would get unfettered feedback from the people that are in his country on what was going on but now taking out of context all we have left especially since he has banned twitter in nigeria mm-hmm. is is you know and i'm sure context will build itself back up obviously mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. all we have left is this this tweet that he decided was that Twitter decided was going to be was going to need to be deleted yeah and that he decided he was going to be like we're going to see you in court Twitter you yeah know what I well mean? I, I think that context can be built up I think I think a, a, the user the person who's on whatever system or like mm-hmm. looking at like social media you sort of have to dig for context it's like you have to look for the context yourself um, and I I don't know. Some, sometimes the system doesn't promote that too easily. Like sometimes, like that's like kind of hard. Like sometimes, like for example, one thing I will say that I like about Twitter is that like if someone comments on a tweet or whatever, you click the com- and you can scroll back up to like what the original, the first thing was, mm-hmm. right? Of this of this thread, right? Um, um, which I think is, is is important for like looking at context, but sometimes people don't even do that. You you see one tweet sort of out of context, and there's rage or oh I oh I disagree da 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 like a whole argument sparks, and you don't even know the beginning of the whole conversation, right? Exactly. And so and so to me, I'm like, yeah yeah, I think context will build itself, but it's still something that a person has to like look for or go out of their way to to, to get to get the context right oh yeah which, oh yeah you know which is inherent in the in the sort of like the microblog format because it's 250 characters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you you, ha- you have to invest more of yourself to get the context right because mm-hmm. you're only getting that much right um but even talk i think this is a good segue to the i, I keep saying segue this <laughs> is the episode of segues yes. um to the clips thing because like Cause like when you went, went like, cause the microblogging format is made up of clips, 
mm-hmm. inherently. That's just what you will get out of it. Mm-hmm. And the and as you said, the problem with it is that like outside of its context, it can actually be like toxic, right? Um, um, you know, I, I don't even know if I have a good example for this. Um, but you know, I mean, some some things are just toxic with and without context. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna take that um, that Trump gra- grab her by the pussy speech yeah. and just take the grab her by the pussy clip, and yeah. then and then add more context to it. And someone goes, you know what? I totally understand it. I totally, mm-hmm. I feel what he's saying. You know that yeah, yeah, that yeah. was hard. No, no, adding context to that situation makes it worse. Yep, makes it worse. Like it actually makes it worse. You know? Yeah, yeah. I I completely agree. Like yeah. Um, sorry. What were you gonna say? No, I mean, it, I, there's so many things that I can say that adding context to certain things, it makes them worse, but it makes them worse because you understand things that are surrounding it. And I think yes. that's that's so much better, which is a hard thing to say that are something is better. I'm, I'm, I'm around, no. but I'm not, I don't have to be there. Yeah. So it's like, for me, I don't feel like, I feel like when you have more context to things and when you're hearing someone out from for having maybe what you view as a ridiculous um, take. take or, or context, having context allows you to better understand and to better refute mm-hmm. the the claims of the other individual. Completely. I, I like I think that to me that is the the key or like the, the importance of the context. Cause like yo, you know, if if you say some off shit, mm-hmm. you know, and you gain more context and you're like, oh actually like I don't know. You know I don't know, I don't know. You you're you're depressed or something, you know? Like that can lend itself to sympathy and understanding but at the same but it also it also like you know like okay i'll I'll use i'll use a personal example of mine right Mm -hmm. sometimes i'm just grumpy as hell Mm -hmm. sometimes i'm just walking through my day and i'm just grumpy okay and i and i'm just i'm just like i'm saying i'm just like in a bad mood and maybe i'm reacting to people not great you know and someone could be like okay yeah 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 you're being a dick then I'm like, no, 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 no. Here's my context, bro. I'm hangry. Uh, okay. That's my context, right? It's like, okay, then eat then. It provides a solution. Damn, it's, then the context, fucking eat then. You know what? That's actually a really good point. I think that's like, a clip. It doesn't that's absolve me. That's a clip. That's a clip. The context provides the solution in a lot of cases. Yeah. I, the context provides the solution to any problem that is is there without it you know it provides a lot of the solution or at least a general direction Mm -hmm. you know direction yeah i think i think i think you can start plotting the way towards a solution with with more context right exactly like like given the example right uh, maybe I don't want to use that example. I was gonna use the example of grab by the pussy, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want to use that example. But sure, what, what the fuck? What the fuck? Why not? Right? <laughs> grab by the pussy. In more, more, more context, it makes it worse. Right? You're like, oh, right. he's a misogynist. You know, he grew up in this household. You know, he feels mind, entitled to women. He's entitled. He's this white man who has 
who has has or had a lot of money at a certain point, you know, he blah, has blah, blah. bad communication skills. Right, bad communication <laughs> skills. It's like okay, so so then plotting towards a solution is then looking at like, why the fuck do these men think like this, right? And then we go right. into the whole societal thing of misogyny, um, power dynamics, right? And then we actually can can sort of look at those systems and be like, yeah, like some of this shit needs to change. Maybe maybe. Maybe this whole thing of like teaching boys that like, you know, you know, you know, sex is fun and great, and then teaching girls that they should abstain and like keep themselves pure. Maybe this shit isn't, you know. Maybe th- there's some sort of a disconnect happening here societally. Yeah, that's that's a very surface level idea, but or example, but mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing where like you start plotting towards the solution, and and, and yeah, and I think that's the um, that's that's the power of the context i want in sort of switching lanes right mm-hmm. but sticking to the idea of clips i right. recently watched the bo burnham inside um special on right. netflix right you know and that is in and of itself something mm-hmm. i thought i i'm fully out of the vortex <laughs> standing on a little anthill i thought it was great okay okay i thought it was great Okay. And then I made a mistake. The day after I watched it, I went on Twitter. Cuz I was like, "Oh, you know, I wonder what I wonder what other people think of this thing." Cuz I I just I just wanted to hear what other people had to say. I want I actually I'm I'm going to be honest. I was wondering if everybody else thought it was as great as I did. Good That's luck. what I was doing on Twitter, okay? Good luck. Bruh. That was wrong. It was a mistake. So one, there were people. There were people who like genuinely enjoyed it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there were comedians that were like, "There's this. There's this thing. I don't know if it's like. I don't know if it's fake or not. I don't know what it is. But it's a thing where it's like, Bo Burnham's inside was a riveting take on, you know, life within the pandemic and uh, a beautiful exploration into the." effects and sometimes debilitating mm-hmm. um, emotional uh, feelings of depression you know mm-hmm. it's like it's a it's this weird and it's like a person doing this like a, like a, like comedians do this and I think it's like a promotional thing I don't know what it is I'm like did you get paid for that like that you know <laughs> that was just my thought anyway so th- that was there but also there was people who were like you know someone was like I'm I'm not. Someone tweeted like, "I'm not about to sit through an hour and a half of sad comedy." Wow. Right. And and someone else was like, "Like, what is it about?" Like, blah blah. blah. And then someone was like, "Um, pretty much it boils down to social justice, social justice, uh, white woman Instagram, right?" Yeah. And then the other person said like, "Uh, glad I dodged the bullet or something," right? Um. And I was just like, damn, that's so reductionary. But, you know, that's like so reductionary because like that that tells you nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, But also like, you know, people look so. So one of the largest discourses that I saw at the time was this. It's a it was a clip. Right. Of course. And there's a there's a moment in the in the in the in the special where he has like this sock puppet and he's singing about the world 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, the beauty of nature and the birds and the bees and like the beetles and the worms, right? How mm-hmm. everything works together, like sort of like a ch- children's like sing song nursery rhyme thing. Right, right, right. And his little Socko puppet, right, talks about like inequality of race, like, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, wage gap, you know, uh, right, right, right. corporate elite, you know. Um, and people are going here being like, you know, I think some of the some of the negative discourse around that was just like, oh, like a white guy talking about social justice. Like, you know, do you want a badge? Do you want a star? Like, we get it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y'all didn't watch the special. Right. Well, so there's no context. Yeah. I'm it's like, you clips. didn't you actually didn't watch it mm-hmm. because if you watched it bef- even before that moment happens, his opening I think the second song, like he has like an opening song, like a little like opening song, and then his like next song, he's talking about um, what was it? Anyway, it's talking about him and like, you know, it's he he's he's like parodying himself, mm-hmm. right, as like a comedian, right, and he's like stuck at home in 2020, and there's so much stuff going on around the world, and he parodies himself by saying like, you know, the whole thing of like, oh, like I'm gonna make a comedy special about social justice but he's he's almost like he's like he's like parodying himself he's like making fun of himself because yeah for sure so like so what like i'm this like white guy comedian who's gonna you know i'm gonna make a comedy special that's gonna make me money Mm -hmm. it's gonna put everyone's attention on me Mm -hmm. and you know gonna people ha ha laugh at like the situation when in reality like shit is actually blowing up you know like like not metaphorically like actually like blowing up right yeah for sure for sure um that was the opening before he gets into anything else in the special he talks you know it's like this it's 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 part of, partially it's a joke but he's like jet like to me as an artist i i recognize this form mm-hmm. um of like having the realness and the genuine you know that's what that's what makes a lot of comedy funny because we see how it's real we see how there's actually like part of the person in the joke, right? Right. Um, so this is like a real thing he's struggling with. He's like, he's like, I think, I think, and you know, I mean, this is me also. I've been a Bo Burnham fan for a while. Right. And I've listened to him talk about his depression, his anxiety issues, um, and also just like him complexifying his own position positionality within the context of the world right he's a white man and he's a comedian you know he like makes jokes and then he like says a bunch of jokes and he makes a ton of money and then other people you know one of his most famous songs art is dead is literally just talking about how he's this comedian guy he makes you laugh you give him all your money all your hard-earned money and he like sleeps in late at night while you go off working your nine to five you know it's like and he's like he's like genuinely like struggling with the fact that that isn't fair Right. right. Um, and so I think I think maybe <laughs> this is funny because we're talking about clips. But I think the w- the reason why I feel so strongly about this is because I know the context mm-hmm. is because I know about his quote unquote discography. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that he's been like he's been like processing a lot of the stuff for a while. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to this new special, um, you know, more more of it it's like he's extrapolating it's like more of that comes out where where he talks about like yeah like you know he 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 has this even like this comical like god voice being like 
it, the power of your comedy, you know, to heal the world. You know what I mean? It's like, it's funny, but it's like, so he's, he's joking. He's being facetious for, for the comedic. purposes of, so it's like a meta analysis on himself. Exactly. As a comic, because as a, he, he's, and he, you know, even in the song, he said, he said, there's a line that goes, um, I, I, I want to leave this world better than I found it. But I, but I feel like comedy won't help. Wow. And he's, and then he says, and the fear is not unfounded, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, the fear that I have that comedy won't help anything actually has a good basis to stand on because we're because we, we we go to a show, we laugh a bit, and then we go home, and that's it. And that's it, right? Right. And I think he's struggling with this whole thing of like. He's this. This is the only thing he knows how to do. He he only knows how to perform, and he has this desperate need to somehow make the world better. But jokes don't seem to make the world better. So what does a comedian who wants to make the world better do when he realizes that jokes don't make the world better? He just he just keeps making jokes because that's all he can do. Or right? he makes or he makes jokes. About, about make not making, being able to make jokes to make the world better. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So it's this whole like Matroshka doll, like Russian doll kind of yeah. thing that he's doing. Exactly. And all of that nuance is lost. To the when clips. You take a clip about him talking about social <laughs> injustice with a sock puppet. It's gone. It doesn't exist, bro. The and then clipping. People, but the funny, the funny thing is on Twitter, people are now having genuine, like, are having, like, emotionally charged discussions mm-hmm. about this out-of-context clip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, now people mm-hmm. are trying to die on a hill for an out-of-context clip. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like we're, it's like we're, it's like we're not even, we're not even there, you know? And, 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 th- and then there's, there's 250 characters where you can't even, like, extrapolate on a proper point and you're doing you're doing like half bite sized you know arguments and it was just it was a mess bro it was a mess but it got me thinking about this thing of you know and I'm, I'm not gonna pretend for the podcast Deshaun and I have talked about this idea before mm-hmm. um, but I think it's worth revisiting because like there is this thing where where you can't you almost can't care about what you see on the internet because it's so surface level because it's so shallow because it's a clip it's like if if like i'm trying to come into this social justice moment let's say i don't know breast cancer right and and i get I, and i get a snippet of it in 250 characters on Twitter, mm-hmm. that isn't enough for me to to rally for it. You know, it's not it, it's not enough substance for me to to push the agenda. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it fails in that level because and and then and then there's the oversaturation, right? And then there's like the fact that it's not just breast cancer. Well, it's here's the thing. Everything. It's like, but it's the clipping, and it's like a, it's a very reductive. Um, I think, I think the the 
this is what I, I'm starting to call this the clip inning right now. Mm-hmm. For some I like reason. it because um, I think it sounds like an apocalypse. Like it, the yeah, clip inning. Yeah, like, the... it's ha- like it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's happening. Like, you know what I mean? Right, right. And I think it's there's some underpinnings of this in so many different, um, I guess, like facets of I guess the way we look at the world at large I, I think it starts from the reductive nature of um, academia and it also goes into the reductive nature of film and I think we use academia and film because film basically breaks it down into they are good guys there are bad guys mm-hmm. and we're going to explain these perspectives and the good guy is supposed to win but when the good guy doesn't win it's a tragedy mm-hmm. right and then academia is like look through this whole um all of this context and get the right answer mm-hmm. so we have these dichotomies these binaries specifically mm-hmm. um of like right and wrong that we kind of create these like so that's a reductive framework where we're like we're gonna look through this whole thing and we're gonna find the one thing in it that makes sense and that answers the question that we have. The the problem with the clippening now is that the clippening is giving us answers to questions that we didn't know we had or didn't ask for. And that, so giving the answer, giving the, or allowing us to have the supply, you know, that creates the demand for more questions. So the way that you put something, you know, I actually, um, I did a digital anthropology course. And one of the things that I wanted to, to talk about in the course is the way that um, music was used in a documentary setting to make an issue look like it's less serious than it is or less um, intentional than it is. Like Interesting. They, you know, because it was, um, there was a, a documentary I watched, um, I think it was on YouTube, I think it was, it might have been Vice talking about the Church of Perpetual Life. So it's like a bunch of people who kind of, um, they they worship the idea of having indefinite lifespans or like super long lifespans, right? Mm-hmm. But the music Alter that carbon? was, even, the yeah, shout out Alter Carbon. Um, but even... The music in the background of that specific documentary, um, it was like kind of jovial. It was kind of making it look like certain parts of it are ridiculous. And it's like, these are people who like care about their health, who also allowed you to be in their presence and allowed you to hear their perspectives, mm-hmm. but you're going to be playing some clown shit under it and mm-hmm. then lowering, making it look ridiculous. Oh my God. It, thematically, thematically making it look ridiculous. And I thought, this is how we get, we lose the context. This is how we even portray ideas of the bad Arab stereotype. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how we, we, put black people into these boxes all the time because we use these thematics and create these little boxes where you know and this is the clippings issue too because the clippening it takes things out of context what we want from the clippening what we what we want and this is a clip too right um right what we want is we want the clips to translate to 
more attention to the context. Mm -hmm. But what we usually have is people trying or people assuming what the context is based Mm -hmm. on a short clip or a tweet or or what they or a review a review is a very big part of the clip in it too you know people want summaries and reviews and you don't even know if that person exists in the same context as you so it's like i think i'm i'm getting more and more like bullish can i say like more like you know i I favor more and more long-form content because even if i clip it myself i know what it is in context of the whole content that I'm I'm looking at, yeah. you know, you know, instead of just having these disconnected streams of information that cause us to have more questions. Yeah, and and I think the the problem we're seeing now with having more questions is that there's too many questions, yeah, and it's crippling. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. So so I remember uh, I don't even know if uh, I don't even know if I want to talk about this but I remember last year, right? With George Floyd. Mhm mhm. Two things that I think was really interesting. The first was the whole blackout mm-hmm, mm-hmm, movement mm-hmm. on social media, which was like a faux movement. It was like a it was like a it was like a it was like a like a, like a fake thing. Um apparently, you know, like even now I'm like not even sure what's real and what isn't. Like was what what were the intentions good or was it some sort of way to like distract or or, or like pull away from the issue or whatever right because i i heard so much discourse around that right so there was there's literally so many questions because i was like do i do i put a black box up do i not like other people putting the black box up are they bad people or you know all this stuff right uh, and there were no answers really obviously um so that one thing so it was crippling because it's like you you don't move and the second thing was d- d- the donations. There were so many donations going around. Everyone was throwing money in every different direction, trying to help, right? But it was like, I remember like, I mean, I, I donated to like two, three places, but I was like, I was like doing background checks. I was like, are you legit? Mm-hmm. Are you legit? Are you legit? Like, you know, like, and, the, and you know, more of this stuff has been coming up, you know, even with um, like just hoaxes of, People being like, yeah, you know, I'm a trans person and and I need and I need help with surgery, and then they get like th- like 300k, and it's like actually jokes, right? Wow. Um, <clears throat> um, and so because we have because we have this oversaturation, and then there's so many questions that rise to the surface about legitimacy and direction and intention and the people behind it. You know, I, I was having a tough time backing um backing this uh nerd thing on kickstarter right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because i was like a lot of these intentions look good but then it's like okay who who who's the producer who's the designer mm-hmm. are, are y'all black like you know uh, uh, who who's the writer in the story you know um right. like all these things and what what happens with all these questions is that it causes inaction right mm-hmm. because you're like oh okay I, w- I won't give my money here. Or, okay, I won't watch this movie. Or, right. But it's like, are you, you know, it, it, we're sort of taking using these clips as a means of trying, uh, of judgment, of trying to sort of find some sort of a judgment of whether we should be invested or not, instead of mm-hmm. just like being like, am I invested? Do I feel invested? 
you know well um, well i think i think what happens is that when we it's like you know it's an as above so below type thing right now and it's like when we get our um information without context it also takes us out of context as well so one of the examples of that and this is a clip is that um um basically there's this point where we look at how do i put this like we look at something like a piece of news that is from a context that is far outside of our general environment Mm -hmm. and what that does is causes us to zoom out and escape our situation which can be beneficial in some cases but never in every case nothing is good all the time like like in my view at least in the universe right so with getting out escaping from your context it's like it's like the same escapism that can come from video games and stuff like that yep so what happens when you escape your context now is that you are paying attention to issues that i think have nothing to do with where you are you know like they have nothing to do with like your own subjective context exactly so now you're asking questions that don't need to be immediately um Answered, and this is really bad for people who have ever who have been diagnosed with um, attention. Yeah, ADHD. I was this gonna is say that really, really bad for people who are yeah. because prioritization is one of the like biggest things to deal with when yep. and and a lot of this generation has at least symptoms of ADHD. We, I mean, like, there's so many studies about how like. Internet use, computer use, phone use at a young age causes some of those attention issues because you're getting things so fast. You have like to. You, you get content so fucking fast with the internet. Yep. And it causes your brain to it, like you. Your brain has to speed up to to keep pace with like like I can watch. In the next thirty minutes, I can watch like. 50 YouTube videos. Oh, for sure. Know, at least like, at least clips of them. At least, at least clips, clips of them. Yeah. Of like completely different subject matters. Like 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 again to 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 you know quote Bo Burnham, right? Like in the newest special, he talks about the internet and how it's like a little bit of everything all of the time. Yep. Right? It's a little bit clips of literally anything and everything all of the time. If yep. if I wanted to see someone die, I could I could do that right now. And then right after you could watch a one minute clip from a sermon. Right. And then I could go I, and then I could go look at some ass. Yep. And know? then you could go and back then, to the TL. And then and then I could like and then I could like read read a beautiful poem about about, you know, a, a beautiful haiku about being in nature, you know. Mm-hmm. And and it's all like to the internet, all of the things have the same value. It's all ones and zeros. Absolutely. All bits. Mm-hmm. Like like and and they all have the the same ease of access, right? It's bits, like three, intention, and engagement. Just yeah, right. Three Google searches, a uh, three uh, a few searches, and you can really find anything. They right. they all have the same like investment. I was thinking about this this, this morning because I was like, oh, like I feel like that maybe part of the problem with that is that like it doesn't take much from me, like my own investment in the thing. I don't have to 
like even like as a physical being like in 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 like atomic form i don't have to do much to get this stuff like a few swipes of my thumb mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's like and i think that's like you know bo burnham asks that question in the special and he's like is this a, is this good is is it is it is it good to be able to access all of these things all the time you know and i think about this a lot when i think about how cuz I, I think a lot about how like wi-fi i think a lot about how wi-fi is everywhere cuz i really don't understand wi-fi right like conceptually i don't really right. understand it even though i use it all the time yeah, which yeah. is something else like it's but, as a as a thing and as like a concept yeah as a concept yeah. like like I feel like I feel like Wi-Fi existed before we knew Wi-Fi existed, and now we're just using Wi-Fi for our purposes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because um, because the, there's a whole thing. I mean, this this literally shout out to Numenera, the data sphere. Yeah. Right. Billions of years in the past, I feel like aliens came here. They they set up the whole, you know, you know, uh, energetic frequency thing. frequency thing, and then we came in. And I'm like, oh, these frequencies, we can like send sounds through this shit, and we can send pictures, mm-hmm. and we can send data you know and then and then we just used what was already anyway that that's my own spiel yeah no no we can we can talk about that and also shout out to neddy okora for i don't yes. i'm not even not even telling i'm not even gonna tell lolo why i said that but okay just keep keep reading keep reading I'm, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm currently reading the binti series right now and i love it love the um, binti series too that's yeah. like a that's a that's a like a recommendation i will I'll for real that that, yeah. that's a, that's a that's a hill i'll die on that's um, yeah no 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 i i will like you know manifesting to get yeah. her on the podcast say no ebook homie young blood <laughs> now i mean you can get the ebook too actually support you, actually, her in any you, way you can yeah, is, is it an audiobook <laughs> there is an audiobook i don't know if it bangs no. as much as because it's a novella right i feel like someone i feel like a black person needs to read it Oh, psh, everybody! Like, like, everybody! No, no, should... I mean like the audiobook, like to to perform the reading of the audio. Oh, I it, I think I heard readings it of it that were no, no, it's not by her. I, I think it's it's the audiobook is actually read by like a um, it, definitely a black woman, and she has like an an um, like a the essence of an accent there. Mm. So it's 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 not bad. It's okay. not bad. It's not bad. Okay. I can't I can't lie to you. It's okay. it's pretty well read, but it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, whatever. Get, get the book. However whatever. you get it, young blood. However yeah, you get however the book, you young get blood. It, young blood. However you get the book, young blood. Go search but, that shit. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't know. Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi. Right. <laughs> I don't I don't understand how it works, but I was thinking about it because I was like, um, we. It's like it's it's partially inescapable like even with data from our phones right right as soon as you're out of range of wi-fi the data kicks in Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. and it's like i can i can always access the internet i can always look at whatever i want to see right or even things i don't want to see you know like but you don't do that huh that's that's what these you don't look at things you don't want to see yeah that's what the algorithms are for they're so they're they're like cushion that right um or at least attempt to but um yeah, like like he asks like is that good? And I don't there's no answer obviously, like good bad how do we how do we gauge that? But it's interesting to see what it what how it is affecting us, right? Because I, I and I was also thinking about memes, right? Because I was thinking about how memes are clips like inherently because mm-hmm. they're completely out of context. Right. Right? So like, I, cause I I saw this meme. It was like a it's like a D and D meme, and it's Adam Sandler like chasing this woman, mm-hmm. and it's like, 
you know, Adam Sandler is like your DM. And then the woman who's running away is like a, a player who doesn't want to like settle on a schedule, you know, because in, I don't know if you've ever played tabletop RPG game, like scheduling for human beings is one of the hardest parts. Anyway, mm-hmm. you know, it's a funny meme. But I'm like, yo, I, I was looking at this picture. And I was like, damn, she looks scared as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, she looks terrified. So I, I, I searched up like Adam Sandler chasing woman. And it was on the set of um, Uncut Gems. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I So for a moment, for one moment, I thought it was some news thing that I hadn't heard of before. And I was like, yo, is this dude like, <laughs> is she in actual danger? You know, completely out of context. And... You know, the meme is a joke. So it's like, if she was actually in danger, there's nothing about that context in the meme. It's a joke, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's this thing about memeing and about memes now and internet jokes where it's like, you can you could take, like, there's like jo- there's like memes about like missile, like missile drops. And it's like, when I take the biggest shit, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. like, and it's like 500, like a fucking church gets decimated or like, you know, right. like like a like a mausoleum or like or like a or like a school. Right. And like, there's like, you know, if you actually look into the image, it's like 300 children die in like awful civil war massacre or something. Right. But the meme is like, haha, like I took a, I took a massive dump, you know, and it's got this like mushroom cloud or something, you know. Well, le- well, let me let me like let me let me. So there's a there's a there's a card game, and I it's called um, what do you meme? If you uh, I saw this in the store the other day. I didn't pick it up. Yeah, it's like it's like cards against. It's a, it's a fun you know type of you know drinking game type situation, and um, basically you assign meaning to the memes, and the funniest meaning wins, right? Mm-hmm. And so I look at, um, I look at that, and I realize that um, memes come with this thing of recontextualization mm-hmm. and um, the creation of archetypes the generation the like you know you're generating archetypes there mm-hmm. and i kind of wanted to i kind of think that like recontextualization is a necessary skill okay and all of this i think we're, we're gonna come full circle because you know we're there's more to talk about with this whole thing it's, uh, it's more to talk about that we could probably hit up in an episode yeah for sure but decontextualization making clips that's a clip, is good because you're able to get single messages, especially if they're intentional, get mm-hmm. single messages, and you may be able to to get more intrigue. Like, I hope this clip will end up making someone want to go back and hear the whole episode yeah. and get it in context. You can also detach context so that you can create um, sort of context-less understandings of what you're saying mm-hmm. and recontextualization is also a very important skill because you can transfer deep sources of meaning across different contexts and allow things that were not able to relate before to relate differently right. enhancing the meaning of them in both contexts right. if done if done tactfully and intentionally mm-hmm. right and so it's like, when I think about the way that we're doing these things and the way that we have access to so much information, I sometimes feel like I wish, you know, like how a cow has seven stomachs? Yes. 
I wish that I sometimes had seven brains. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and Tiago Forte talks about this in his uh, course, Building a Second Brain, which is amazing. Um, it, like, it talks about like how you process information over a long period of time and how it, it actually, some of the, the concepts that he mentions eases your stress mm-hmm. in like the whole context of it because it's like you have to account for what your brain is actually good for and what it's not good for especially with the advent and introduction of so many of these new technologies Mm -hmm. i think i think that um one of the things that is really like beneficial about having this information is being able to intentionally weave together different connections and create a synthesis that allows you to access um, power, which is just organized knowledge. And I think that's one of the good things about it. But I think... Are we doing that? I don't think think the majority of people are doing it just because of the sheer volume of information that is coming in. You know, it's just... It's too hard to process every... Like, you're... You still have remnants of the the previous thing that was in your mind for like 10 minutes after seeing it. You know what I mean? Like you still have like, and so it's like, imagine everything you scroll past is just burning in your brain for for 10 minutes after you see it every time. You know what I mean? And it's just like that there's never been a situation like that before yeah i think i think this is definitely an unprecedented time because like 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 i i I agree with what you're saying i think that that it's like the best case scenario Mm -hmm. um but i yeah maybe i'm maybe i'm i'm a little cynical in, in that sense because i i don't i don't i think i think that's getting less and less possible no, I agree. Because, I agree. because we're so used to it now. Yeah. You know, like, 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 there's like six year olds that, that are just like, I mean, not, not, uh, am I, am I sounding, I'm probably sounding like a boomer. Shout but, out to the six year olds, young blood. Yeah, young blood. Listen to the six year old. Oh my God. Um, you know, there's like just people who are like, like, I struggle with that whole ADHD oversaturation you know mm-hmm. uh, uh, inability feeling right and I'm 25 turning 26 like like I like I grew up when the I still I grew up a little bit when there wasn't easily accessible internet like we were using dialogue for the first time oh god yeah definitely experience, me, too. Me, right? me too me too and so so now it's like and I and I've gotten so I'm so used to it like I can't I can't fall asleep you know because Cause like my mind is reeling with, with the social media. Like I have to, after I'm currently trying to figure out a way to like ease myself into sleep and not and not look at my phone. It's a habit. It's a bad habit that I have. Um, right. Um. But I can't imagine. I can't imagine if this was like your whole world. Okay. Uh. Uh. One probably not probably more than one, but another thing about the podcast, uh, the uh, Bo Burnham special. Right. Um. It's like he says something so terrifying, like I find it so scary, right? Okay, okay. Um, 
I wrote it out here as a quote, but I'm probably not going to read the whole thing because I, I want people to like, I want people to get this information in context, right? Right, right. Um, but he pretty much talks about how like he's starting to feel like the real world is this performative space where people, where people sort of, um, where they just like, what does it say? It, uh, stage and record content for the more real and more vital digital space, right? And that is scary, right? Because, you know, it's this whole thing of like transcending your body, like the real you is on the internet. Um, and it's this whole, it's this feeling. And the reason why, th- here's, the reason why I feel like it's scary is because this is, I, this is real and, I've, and I never clocked it. Okay. Or or maybe I did subconsciously, but he I had to hear it for me to be like, oh, that's what that feeling was. Mm-hmm. That feeling that I've had for so long. That's the feeling of it. That's the, it's explained to me now because it's like when I go out of my life, you know, especially as an artist, especially as an artist or performer, mm-hmm. it's this thing where I'm like walking around my life looking at how I can produce content of with the things around me. You know, I'm like, how how do how do I align this? in a way to like make a video how do i align this in a way to like put it online you know and 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 the actual experience of existing in the in the real tangible world is is sort of lost in that moment because because all i'm doing is trying to find a way to like like pull meaning out of the moment in order to you know write a poem about it in order to put it or or make a film like oh that's a funny moment like that could be a film you know or that's a poem or whatever and I'm constantly what's the word commodifying my own life right 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 I'm constantly trying to find a way to make to be successful to make money or whatever attention whatever out of my lived experience which makes the lived experience almost not real. It's like That's interesting. It's like yeah. it's like a performance. It's like I'm you know, I'm I'm like living and I'm thinking about how this would be so funny if it was a video but captured from this angle with this light, with this sort of song, you know, pulsing in the background, right? Okay, like, yeah. Like meme like not memifying, um TikToking my own life in my head, right? Mhm. Um and as I said, and I'm like, I, you know, I didn't get on Facebook until I was 15. You know, I, I like TikTok is still like an like, like a, a realm of like, un, untapped or whatever for me. I haven't haven't really delved into it right, right now. But right. I can't imagine if I was like 18 years old or 16 years old, and that had been my upbringing. That Just had your been reality. my social reality. Right. Because then it's because and you know Bo Burnham talks about this. Uh, he, if, if you guys have, if you guys want to s- see more of this idea, um, he has a film uh, called Eighth Grade. It, it it touches upon this subject, right? Mm-hmm. Of this thing where it's like the real world is just the raw materials for your content, <laughs> right? And the content is actually what's important, right? Right? Is that's the thing that people really care about and it's really interesting especially with um yeah i I just think that that's like that's like scary i just think that's scary because so here's the way that here's here's 
something that I, I I'm my intention here is to kind of dispel some of the 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 fear around this is that one of the things that I learned uh, a while back is in this, this book, um, Lifespan by David Sinclair, uh, he talks about DNA actually being digital. So it's like in ones and zeros, mm-hmm. right? And so the digital world, if you want to look at it from a meta analysis, is mm-hmm. us us defining our values. And that comes from somewhere deeper than just having access to the technology it comes from a place within us where we're like we want this our life requires this our life requires this our life requires money that's why you sometimes want to reduce these things into to ways that we can um create capital capital. Mm -hmm. um our life requires novelty that's why this is a clip um our life requires engagement so we need like those we also require things like time to process which is Mm -hmm. what boredom a lot of the time is Mm -hmm. we also require things like time to you know get into it like i i noticed like even when i like exercise i have to get my breathing into a certain rhythm Mm -hmm. and then i found my zone you know Mm -hmm. um so it's like all of that is like we require those things and i think the digital world allows us to 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 kind of decide our ones our wants and needs Mm -hmm. and our zeros which is things that we could do less with you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like so it's malleable in that sense it's like creating a space for our our kind of our what we want our spirit and what we want to go forward because that's kind of embedded in us your dna is is something that's constantly being written right so it's like it's kind of again i don't want to go down this spiritual technological path as much I'm, i'm picking up what you're saying right yeah i'm picking up what you're saying in the sense that like the reason why it isn't maybe as terrifying as i as i say is because like at the end of the day at at, at the at 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 the core it is still like it's a it's a tool right right and so a person yes can get lost in the saturation of the internet and kind of like you know and and, and can sort of be living this reality of performance where the only thing that matters is the thing that you put online. But right. at the same time, you can use that as a as a as some sort of form of self actual actualization. For sure. Where you know, like like you know, when TikTok was first coming out, I was like, Oh, it's like a bunch of white girls dancing. Um and then I looked into it a little more and it's like, oh no, there's like you know, there's like cooking TikTok and there's like puppetry TikTok, you know, mm-hmm, and there's mm-hmm. like you know, stage performance TikTok, musical TikTok, and in a way, it, it's a way to sort of like align the things that you're looking for, right? And so exactly. you can so you can use TikTok as as a, as a, as a, as, a, as an influence to actually make the 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 sort of flesh self better, right? Like, and 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 I think I mean, saying all the things about um being about about the the existence of 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 living on the internet um 
more real than living in in life. Sorry, I'm not articulating myself properly. No, but, no, it's so, it so, does, so that was so, it so does was it does make that it makes that realm of the internet feel more. I won't say more real. I would say feel more aligned, right? Aligned, right? But I think Be- you have to align it, don't you? That's like a oh, for process sure. that a person has to take for themselves. For sure, we we make it so like everything about our digital devices, we are always curating it, like just like we do our own DNA. We are always like determining what values we want from these things to go forward you yeah, know what i but mean like, but it's, it's it's not all conscious though right like some of it is just like based on habit or or you know in innate you know what whatever's in like the brain soup right like the yeah. things that you're born with that you don't even you're not even really aware of right like, right 100 like, you know like for the dude who like like just goes to Instagram for the chicks, right? Like hmm. maybe he just has, maybe he just sc- scrolls through a bunch of redheads. Yep. And he's like, I don't know, you know, and it's just something in the back that's just like, he he just likes redheads, right? Or something like that, right? Or, right. Or, 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 or it could be, it could be that, you know, I, for a long time, um, the Irish and black people were oppressed at the same point in at the same right. point so in time, and so commonality. So there's a commonality and also camaraderie that might have existed prior to that person's existence, and that so is still maybe baked in their DNA. That's the uh, maybe maybe we we don't know we don't yeah. know, and so it's hard to tell what is. Yeah, and you know, it's also very, you have to be in the vortex when That's you're doing all of that. That's a slippery slope. I was yeah, about to say you, that, bro. You gotta, you gotta be in the Dude, vortex you when you're discussing that stuff. you have to sit within the vortex for that. Oh, you, you because have to. we could, because it could get, it gets, it gets tricky. Yeah, it gets tricky. I would say, I'd say acted on a lot of that kind of stuff gets dangerous. But yes. that is for another time. I feel like this oh, one is the clipping. Yeah. More than influence. More than influence or something like that. Yeah. But um, I I don't know. We're 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 at one hour and twenty two minutes. So I just wanted to sort of bring it back to the beginning where we said like you know this is more than action, or right? more. I'd say I would say more than more influence. than change. I would Pardon? say more than inf- I would say I would say this one is more than more than influence for for now because this influence. is maybe even part one. <laughs> yeah, this is probably part one. Yeah, of more than influence. Because, because this this is it's about like you know just how we look at I think how we perceive the world you know yeah and how how these tools that have been kind of brought in have changed the way that we look at things and also make us objective in different ways I won't say less or more I'd say objective in different ways than we previously were right uh i actually don't 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 completely agree with yeah that's okay that's okay what do you what do you because i think because i think because i think because of the grouping Mm -hmm. algorithms it's it's made us lean into more of more of our subjectivity right um no true true because it's like the things that i want to see i'm seeing more of so it's so i feel like I feel like I feel like it could make us more objective if we were going out of our way to look for the things that disturb us more and sort of you know um, wrestling with ideas that we don't necessarily agree with but I think in the current 
way that it's going, it's it. We favor more of the things that we're comfortable with, more of the th- things that we subjectively like and you know engage with, and to me that creates more subjectivity in a person because yeah, they're just they're just more they're just less likely to hear another side of the story. Right, and I think it's a, an intelligent thing to do. This is my perspective and my taste. Mm-hmm. Um, to keep people around that are not family in some situations that mm-hmm. don't necessarily align with your direct set of views mm-hmm. be- because it allows you to challenge your perspective in a way that allows you to kind of synthesize maybe the best parts of both of your arguments mm-hmm. and also understand the perspectives of other people. Now, I'm not going to say go out there and hug a racist or nothing like that. I'm not going to say go out there and like, you know, like dap up all your turf regions. No, 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 no. That's not that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if we look at people from a lens of if they're not harming you directly, being still able to have conversations with them, you can probably enrich meanings that previously existed in your own life. I think that's I think that's I think for me that's going to be my my final point. It's like I think you can enrich meaning through awareness and understanding and sitting with the discomfort yes. of having certain conversations. Yeah, I, I I'm going to echo that um and and I think I'm going to say that my last point would be um would be like also sitting with the discomfort of not knowing. I yeah. feel like because the internet is so oversaturated, I you know, I fall into this 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 pattern too where I as soon as I hear about something, I'm Googling it. Oh yeah. Right. I wanna know more, I wanna see what it's all about. Oh yeah. But sometimes that's that's not good. Sometimes that doesn't help. Because because you just put yourself in a situation where you go okay, I either do something about this or I don't. And if I don't do anything about this, maybe that makes me a bad person and I feel bad about myself. And if I do do something about this, then it's like this weird surface level shallow thing that actually mm-hmm. doesn't help at all. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, so you know, my last thing would be like, I guess I would, I would encourage people to, to mess with their own online algorithms. Yes. And like what you're saying. Yes. Like go, go into, go, go into like, communities that like like aren't yours and even just like look around you don't you don't have to agree yeah just just try and hear something out in its entirety with all of the context context. that is all of the con with all of the context and then after that you can hate it you can delete you can disagree you can after after you go with all the content, you can yeah. I completely agree. All y'all haters on Instagram and Twitter that lo- that are like, oh, the Bo Burnham inside thing is <laughs> trash. Watch it. Actually, watch it and use your own subjectivity as a basis for how you value or do not value whatever it is. You know, um, that I I definitely agree with that. Like, 
like you can as soon as as soon as you've seen what it is in in its context go feel free to feel and do whatever you want but at least take it in the context of what it was meant to be you know and with that i think we're good yeah that was this was the more than podcast yeah love more y'all than, um influence more than influence love y'all stay yeah. safe thanks for listening peace, peace.